Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, thanks for joining me. Great to have you along. Today, I'm really looking forward to diving into a fascinating topic because employers in the US have such a tough time on the employee benefits side of things. So there are problems with the rising healthcare costs. When we look at healthcare plans and in workplace benefits, the engagement rate, it can often be really low and productivity is affected and all this sort of stuff. So it's very, very tough. And then you pile on top, you've got things like the great resignation and this quiet quitting concept that we're hearing about a lot. Who'd be an employer? But what I've done is I've discovered an amazing platform, which is actually a lot of fun, but it solves some really interesting underlying problems for employers. So I'd love to welcome you, Tom. Tom Chamberlain is the CEO and founder of EdLogix. And we're going to dive into exactly what EdLogix is in just a moment. But firstly, Tom, thank you very much for joining me. Great. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Brilliant. Yeah. So Tom, as I said there at the start, there are so many challenges facing employers in the US today. Do you want to just sort of give your picture and your viewpoint on what some of those challenges are? And then we can get into EdLogix and what you guys do. Sure. And you mentioned one of the challenges is healthcare cost, and that's always going to be there. It always has been. But I think one of the biggest challenges that's related to healthcare cost is employee engagement. How do you engage your employees so that they make better healthcare decisions so that they take advantage of the resources available to them? So there's plenty of resources, but oftentimes employees aren't aware of them or don't utilize them appropriately, or oftentimes maybe misutilize them. So that's probably one of the biggest challenges is how do you engage your employees, particularly with the pandemic, where you have hybrid models or remote workplaces, you don't have the traditional ways to have on-site health fairs and other ways to connect with your employees. So digital engagement is a key part of that. And that's what EdLogix really capitalizes on is, you know, through our platform, which is fun, game-based learning, gamification, unique incentives, we have the unique ability to make learning about health fun, engaging, rewarding, and we stimulate dopamine which is critical to get people to take a break from what they're doing. They got a hundred things going on that day. How do you get them on our app so that they start learning about better healthcare, making better healthcare decisions? So I think engagement is probably one of the biggest challenges and what is kind of tied to that, as I just said. You're actually giving me flashbacks to back when I was an HR manager. And in fact, my very first ever HR manager job I was out there trying to hustle in terms of getting health and safety, but the wellness side of stuff going on and getting people to improve their safety, their health. And we had some stuff to improve you know, personal health and stuff like that, but it was such an uphill battle. And back then, what did I know? It's probably the same as most companies. You'd stick some posters up on the wall and every now and then you'd have a toolbox team meeting before the shift would start and someone would give a lecture about eating more fruit. You know what that where that went and how much success that kind of stuff had. That's why I found what you guys do so interesting. And the gamification bit is crazy because I've actually had a look in it. I don't know if you know this, but I've dived in. I managed to get in and have a look around. It's fun. It's HR software is not supposed to be fun. That's what's weirding me out about all this. <laughs> no, it really is. And we hear that all the time is that 
I'm having fun playing, playing health games, climbing leaderboards, competing with my colleagues. And before I know it, I've learned a lot about, you know, the HDL is the good cholesterol or what is a good hemoglobin A1C or what should I be doing to kind of reduce some of my stress and anxiety. So it's a really cool and engaging way to, you know, educate them. And it's done real quick, as you could tell, quick hits, micro learning and repeating the information in different ways so that it sticks because oftentimes reading something one time or, or seeing something once doesn't really stick, but multiple ways of building different kinds of health games and, and sharing the same core messages that are really evidence-based outcomes. Yeah. Got it. And in a moment, I want to sort of loop back to why an employer would look at it and, and how it ties back to some of those pain points that we were discussing earlier. But can you just give us a bit more detail as to the kinds of content? Because, yeah, I get that there's gamification, there's quizzes and games and all kinds of fun stuff. But what are the different types of topics that you cover? It's personal health. What's covered within the program or the platform? Yeah, so we started the company at Logics, Education Logics, you know, coming up with that name. But we started it to help really go where the money is, which is chronic conditions. So chronic health conditions and common medical conditions that are costly and highly prevalent. So diabetes, cardiovascular, respiratory, mental health issues. And so we grew from there into cancer. You know, we have a whole cancer hub, how to navigate the healthcare system, specialty pharmaceuticals. So safety is another big area. So we cover all the big, we have over 85 modules. And these are comprehensive modules where we do baseline knowledge assessments, and then we bring them through multimedia video, interactive health games, reading content, if that's how they prefer. And then we assess their knowledge after they've completed modules, and we're able to show the employer that we're making their employees smarter. But the topics are, we have a mental health hub and have all the mental health disease states, mental health for teens and tweens. Because it's not just about the employee, it's about the employee's family. And so productivity, absenteeism, presenteeism, not just the direct medical cost of healthcare claims, but it's calling out sick because your daughter is newly diagnosed with diabetes and you're trying to figure out how to manage her diabetes. So we help that employee become more confident and more knowledgeable and less distracted while they're at work. So we cover a lot of different disease states. We're always adding. We have a therapeutic challenge every month that's consistent with the national guidelines of of the topic of the month. We have different ways to engage them on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis. And I can talk more about that as we can talking. I've actually seen some of the newsletters that you guys send out and, you know, some of the LinkedIn content, for example, because that's kind of where I live. They're always intriguing. Like they bring me in and I'm always learning something and they're entertaining. So I just love that aspect. Can you help me understand something around the platform is that at the start, we were talking about a particular aspect within those pain points was the low engagement rates or the low utilization rates of a company's healthcare benefits package, right? So they've got a whole bunch of things. It might be an EAP employee assistance program. And you might have very low utilization rates for that. No one uses it. So how could an employer use Edlogix to boost their engagement rates, their utilization rates for their healthcare and you know, wellness programs? 
Sure. No, that's a great question. And, and really what's evolved into probably our biggest value proposition is our ability to drive utilization of their EAP program, their telemedicine product, their mental health counseling, or their diabetes disease management program, all available to them with zero copays, but they're not being utilized. So what we do is it started out with, you know, engaging people, having very high engagement compared to any of their other vendors. But once we get them into our platform, we started incentivizing them by giving them additional points and rewards for learning about telemedicine. And then we actually have games based on why telemedicine is important or what are the benefits of their various health benefits. And so we have games that we've built into our platform to teach people about all the other resources that are available to them. And then they can click off our platform and go sign up for Teladoc or they can go sign up for Lavongo, the disease management company for diabetes. And so we're able to educate them, increase awareness, and make it easy for them to get access right off our platform. And we've been able to help organizations when they're switching from one pharmacy benefit management program to another one. And we've done this with a few organizations that we build Factor Myth, a game that talks about the benefits of the new pharmacy benefit program. And so about copay and about what happens when they make the transition. So we're able to decrease the administrative burden of phone calls and questions and confusion on the part of the employer and the expense that's needed to handle that confusion, those questions. So we answer them proactively off our platform. And we've been able to drive in the case of Teladoc, promoting Teladoc, because that had very low utilization. We increased utilization and in, in the number of telemedicine visits in one client from an average of about 298 or so in the previous five months. And when we implemented the program to promote Teladoc, we went to 378. Wow. So we had about a $41,000 projected savings per month just by increasing utilization of telemedicine visits. Per month. About a half a million dollars a year in that particular client. So that's a good example of how we've been able to do that is increasing utilization through knowledge and ease of access right from the AdLog yeah. platform. I just find that so important because one of the things we were talking about at the start was, you know, the great resignation, quiet quitting and all that kind of stuff. So you've got the rising healthcare costs and underutilization. So that a CFO brain might say, let's cut some of our benefits or reduce a package in some different way. But on the other hand, you can't because people will leave or they'll go to the company down the road. And certainly for if it's office-based work, then someone can finish a team meeting or a meeting with their boss, hang up that Zoom call, and five minutes later, be doing a job interview for the company down the road or across the other side of the country. So it's very, very difficult to play with benefits and wellness programs and reduce them. So the way to get a better economy, a better efficiency and value return on well, the value on that process is to get people using it more, right? The other thing that got me thinking was that this probably starts those sort of water cooler conversations that people talk about. I might go to a talk on a, some sort of healthcare program from my employer, but if people are playing games and doing quizzes and you mentioned leaderboards, I guess, so everyone's kind of involved from a company and playing along, that's got to get people talking, which can only boost the health literacy and awareness in the company. 
Yeah, and the morale, the competition, the teamwork, the challenges that we do, we create challenges. So we create teams of employees against other teams, one department versus another department. That's worked out really well to drive additional engagement. And these team members can tell who's engaged and who's not playing. And there's a little bit of pressure that's put on them because the rewards that the employer gives them is based on team wins, first, second, and third place. So the camaraderie that you get, and you know that we have a daily health scratch card every day, and they can talk about the daily scratch card that day. It may have been a controversial thing, but you have people talking about what's going on on the AdLogix platform. And the commitment to your most important asset is your human capital. And we spend all this money on prevention, on our machinery and our production lines and all that, but we tend to often don't put the preventive investments into our own most important asset, our people. And so this is really, we care about you. We care about your family. Your family's health has a direct impact on our value as a company. And as employers, uh, you know, it's not like just a wellness program of eat vegetables, eat better and exercise more. And those are all important. And we have that on our platform and we drive people to their wellness program. Because we're not a wellness, we oftentimes, you know, put in the bucket of wellness, but we're really a health literacy engagement platform that serves as a communication strategy. And so we promote the wellness programs that they're currently using, and we can integrate into the point system as well through single sign-on. So we have the ability to integrate in with those existing programs and, you know, the opportunity to really connect with those people. And oftentimes people aren't ready to go. And, and as you know, mental health, you talked about the pandemic and quiet quitting, people that are, are disengaged, but you got a lot of people that are struggling with mental health issues. Our platform is a vehicle that can help them understand the issues, get them prepared to get ready to seek help. So we're a really good resource from the time they've identified an issue to the time they seek help. And that's an important, once they do seek help from a counselor, they're more educated because they've learned about stress. They've watched our videos about anxiety, depression, bipolar. And well, so they're much more educated by the time they see a, a healthcare profession. Sorry, I was going to say that it's, we all know that it's better to prevent than try and deal with the aftermath of something going on, whether that's a person or a piece of machinery, whatever it may be, but get in there early. So you're educating, but We've been talking about employers and so on, but I've still got my HR hat on. And I, and I think back to when I was having to, as an HR leader, run an EAP program, for example, amongst other things, and I'd get an annual report or a quarterly report on the number of hours of calls made and stuff like that. And the number's always tiny. And I had people on my back as an HR leader saying, hey, we're spending this money. How can we get more people using it? So I can see this being a very useful way of getting more people using different things, whether it's the APs or the teledocs, all those kind of stuff. But also something you mentioned earlier about the fact that it's educating people as they go on the different benefits and the package details and things like that. You know, we all know that HR people go crazy at enrollment time because the questions are flying in and it's just they're swamped with so many demands and people asking about what their options are. I love the fact that this can take pressure off an HR team whilst also making them look good because it's improving the utilization rates and engagement rates. Plus it probably also does boost the morale and employee engagement in general, because you're seen as a good 
employer of choice. Would that be a fair summary? Yeah, I think it, it really is. And you mentioned the HR side. During all of that stuff, it's, there's a lot going on. And one of our biggest values, it's so easy to implement our platform. Right. And so, you know, people can't really take time to kind of spend hours yeah. and weeks to implement a program. But the value of our program, we can deliver a customized solution to that, that employer, brand it, private label it, and do that with literally, you know, one of the biggest challenges is whitelisting us so it gets through the firewall. But in a matter of a couple hours, they tell us what they want. They tell us the incentive strategy. They tell us how often and how we want to communicate. Do they want family members to be invited? Are family members eligible for the raffles and the, the prizes? But once we get that, after a couple hours, we put all that together. We manage the whole thing. So the biggest value from an HR perspective is how easy we are to work with and how easy we are to implement. And then the data that we can give them is real-time data, utilization data on what's happening with their employees right now. I'm guessing it's all secure and compliant and data protected. Yeah, highly secure, HIPAA compliant. We don't handle data right now, but we have the ability to take in claims data so that we can more specifically target particular therapeutic areas by employee with consent, with permissions. But we have the ability, our clients, our banks, our government agencies that are very sophisticated that require, we obviously have a BAA if needed. We pass all the third-party attestations trying to get in and hack into our platform. We have to go through all that to make sure that we can land these large clients that are very sophisticated with sensitive in information. Yeah. Fantastic. Have you had any success stories or good feedback from employers? Because I'm curious to see how they're using it. Yeah. I mean, one of them is, I alluded to one of them with the 31% increase in telemedicine visits Yeah, and, and the increase in utilization of, we can't necessarily say that it was always attributed from us to yeah, get sure. them to sign up, but we've increased the link between us and telemedicine people and their other chronic conditions or their EAP program. So we've got really good success stories on effective utilization increases and also in decreasing inappropriate non-compliance with medications. So oh, medication right now is 25% of a spend for a typical employer. So we do a lot with medication compliance Specialty pharmaceuticals is a big issue, oftentimes costing hundreds of thousands of dollars. How do they manage that? How do they store those? How do they administer them? So we have a lot of information around navigating the healthcare system, how to manage complicated, expensive issues like medications. So we're able to do that. And the data that we're able to provide them, as I alluded to, we can kind of show them how much smarter, what kind of things are going on. We have surveys. And so not only are we tracking their clicks and doing it in a compliant HIPAA protected way, we don't share data with the employee from an individual, but aggregate, we can show trends. We can show answers to key issues of that employer through our surveys that we give. And we give them points and rewards for, for answering questions that are important to that employer. We can help design an employer strategy throughout the year, and it can be implemented 
off cycle or during the enrollment process. And oftentimes we're implemented off cycle because they're going through all their transitions and open enrollment. And then we come in and make sure that those, the benefit consultants see us as a wraparound to all the consult, the recommendations that they make. And they look good because they can share data back with their clients and show how their recommended telemedicine product is twice as effective this year as it was last year. So they can show yeah. enhanced benefits that they didn't have previously. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, with elections, when, when they come around, you've got the polling companies and they go and survey all these people and find out what are the trending issues? Is it the economy? Is it jobs? Is it healthcare? Is it foreign policy, whatever it is, but they see the ups and downs, but you guys are probably in a similar boat that as time goes by and more and more companies come on board, you're probably noticing things like when COVID hits, what are employees looking at on the platform versus before or after, or would that be right? Would you pick up trends well, yeah. and start to notice stuff? We get all kinds of trends. Like that's a good example of what you just said. When COVID hit, anxiety went from number 19 to number two. Addiction went from 42 in, in one client and went from 42 to number five, right? Wow. So, so you had mental health issues crept up significantly during the pandemic. Coronavirus obviously went to number one because that was a new, new module that we created because of the pandemic. But vaccine hesitancy, you know, you can see trends of what's important to those employees. And they say when they're coming on, what are they? We personalize it to the user. So we personalize it to age, gender, what they're doing on the platform, and also what they tell us their interests are. So we don't have their claims data that we're using. We have the ability to do that. But if I know that you have an interest in breast cancer because you had a relative that had breast cancer, we will serve up information recommended for you because you, we know you have an interest in that. It's personalized across for every individual based on their age, gender, and interest. Wow. Just thinking that as time goes by, not only we start to see trend data of what issues are big, like anxiety leaping up or addiction leaping up or decreasing, whatever, but it'd be interesting over time to see what employers are doing to counter that because you'll start to be in a position where you're centralizing remedies, solutions that they've taken to improve stuff. And you can share that with employers. So yeah, we, we saw this... A, in another region where addiction went up. And so we noticed that a bunch of employers introduced this program or this program or did this initiative. And that really helped. I and mean, you should consider it like you'd be an amazing portal of information, I would think. Yeah. Cause we build our education content based on what's happening on the platform. Nice. Nice. As time goes on, we can utilize that to build an effective infographic that can be shared with their employees, how to yeah. talk to your teenage kid safety, summer safety, you know, issues that, that are pertinent. And we do a lot of things around safety because you might have young healthcare professionals with a young family and they're fine, but childhood issues, we have women's health, mental health, children's health that we're launching, but safety is something that a healthy mom is going to, you know, make sure that she's aware of safety for that child. Yeah. You know, burns and accidents and things that might be risk to their parents, you know, elderly people. We have all kinds of users. The most common user is probably a 40 to 50 year old female. 
but we have elderly and we have younger people. Actually, young people can, you know, up to 13 can use it, but they have to be 18 to win some of the prizes. Yeah, right. And again, for people listening to this, yeah, we're talking about serious topics and they're very diverse. But again, the way it's served up in the platform, it's fun. Like I'm a real, I'm a nerd. I like to read a book and I can't have any pictures in it. So I think, you know, I've got to be all serious. I get on this platform, I'm having fun, I'm learning stuff and I want to keep going. And that's, I think, cracking the code, to be honest. But can I ask, what are you doing to get the word out about EdLogix? So we're doing more social media. We have the benefit consultants are really starting to realize that we're not a wellness play. You know, we're really a platform that can communicate messages and drive utilization and change behavior. So the benefit consultants are starting to be more, we started going direct at the beginning, right? because to get the attention of the benefit consultants is they got a hundred things to broker. We are now getting calls from them to learn more about our platform so that they can promote it to their employees. But social media, speaking, doing we're doing a little bit more podcasts. We're taking health literacy and, and really focusing on health literacy 2.0, which is integrating gamification, behavioral science, multimedia with dynamic content, as opposed to health literacy 1.0, which was simple pamphlets using simple words. It just doesn't work. And unless you can engage people to make it fun, we can't stimulate dopamine then we're not going to be successful. And it really is something that people, to get them off the couch and stop watching TV, to get them on the app yeah. so they can start playing and learning. So it's pretty cool. And a lot of people do family-based education together so they can use that platform as a family unit and learn together. That's excellent. Yeah, I really like that. And I suppose to add one more to the sort of promotional tool side of things, I would recommend people listening to this if you are either an in-house HR leader or an HR professional. And then when I say HR, I mean anything from employee engagement, general HR, employee benefits, comp and bends, health and wellness, all that sort of things, diversity inclusion, anything within the HR sphere, I would say consider trying to get Edlogix into your company or at least get that discussion going. And if you're an HR consultant, I imagine you could potentially partner and you know, refer in EdLogix to some of your clients because I just see it as so different. I'm getting a bit carried away, but I just see it as very, very different. And it's such an important area that we need to improve and work on. So I think it's really getting the balance right. Tom, if employers and HR folk want to learn more about EdLogix, what should they do next? Well, they could go to edlogix.com and look at our website and request a demo or information, they can go to info at edlogix.com, demo at edlogix.com, or just go to our website to learn more and, you know, play around on our site, see what we do and, and then request information. We'll follow up and provide them a demo. And if it's something that they think fits into their, their armamentarium of different resources, we are another sharp arrow in that quiver that's going to help them achieve their objective of engaging employees, educating them to make better healthcare decisions, to have more productive workforces and uh, lower healthcare costs. So that's kind of, it's all tied into, it's gotta be around the consumer making the decision. It's not about the providers or the hospital systems. We gotta keep them away from them as much as possible. But when they do need to have those people, they're more educated, 
and they're seeing them, they're following through on their prevention trainings and all those. And that's a big issue with COVID too. In this remote world, they're finding that their costs are going up because they're not paying attention to their chronic conditions. They're not on their regular schedules and we can help do that digitally. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So, well, keep on doing what you're doing. It's working and appreciate you sharing your story and your advice and sharing the EdLogix platform with us today. Thank you very much, Tom. Great. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it and look forward to keeping in touch. Let me know what I can do to spread the word. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.